0: Hello there, friends, ladies, gentlemen, those beyond the binary, poets, explorers, perverts, weirdos, tweebies, wasteoids, gearheads, terrible parallel parkers, quiet geniuses. You're here. Thanks for being here. This podcast is, of course, an offshoot of Busted Mouth Radio, which happens on Q4 Radio every Monday at 12 p.m. Central from 12 to 2, where I play rock and roll records and do some bits. And what you're listening to right now is kind of the shortened, cleaned-up version uh, of that show. I'm really happy about it. I'm really excited that you're here to listen to it. Uh, Of course, due to licensing and things like that, uh, you can't hear all the music that I'm playing live on the radio unless you tune in live. So, uh, where normally we would have... Some great rock and roll records, you get to listen to some sweet elevator music. I find it quite soothing. Here it is for your listening pleasure, warts and all. Check us out. We'll be here every week. What's wrong with this thing? What's wrong with this thing? Right, I guess we're live. Welcome to Busted Mouth. I'm J.W. Basillo, your host and fellow traveler. The uh, hilarious Jonah Jerkins is going to be in the studio a little bit later. There'll be much blowhardery, much gnashing of teeth. Uh, but before we get into any of that, eh, let's play a record just to set the tone. This is our friend Avery R. Young. Would you like to know what tracks we're listening to? Go to Spotify at the Busted Mouth Esteemed Audio Companion Playlist. Busted Mouth Esteemed Audio Companion Playlist. It's totally free. You can follow along brand new tracks every single week. uh, This is our first show. Thanks for sitting here and being here. And uh, What a time to get into media, am I right? We just found out that our water supply is poison. Our president is literally treating the government like a bad reality show. And now we just might go to war with Russia, a country with which Trump's people may or may not have, but maybe uh, probably did, uh, collude to affect the election that he didn't actually win. And it just so happens that it happened to occur Friday night late the same day a tell-all book about him's about to come to light. But, hey, what do I know? Uh, just because the two biggest jerks in the world want to bump chests to see who really owns the yearbook superlative doesn't mean I'm about to get into media to capitalize it. I am getting into radio for the same reason everyone else, the money. Building the brand with glib irony right out the box, but for real, okay. Uh, This isn't a political show, and and politics, uh, of course, are going to be difficult to avoid in these troubled times, uh, but that's not really why, why any of us, I think, are here. I'm joining you today and every Monday on Q4 Radio to hang out. Uh, To celebrate the arts and share some laughs and play some rock and roll in a new world where media is everywhere during this full-scale corporate-backed digital arms race to create the content that most humans will demonstrably consume, independent media matters now, I think more than ever and i 'm certainly not the first to address this particular topic, but i was I was really shaken last week by the display the the travesty Sinclair media launched on the country uh, just a few weeks ago if you if you don 't know already Sinclair is a, a huge media conglomerate that owns upwards of uh, one hundred media outlets across the u s many of which are television stations. Uh, television stations are allowed if you don 't know free use of the airwaves as long as they provide a certain amount of, of educational content. Hence we have the nightly news so With every station uh, required to broadcast the news and a great many stations being owned by one company, a company whose primary interest is, of course, making money, there are a lot of opportunities for this to go bad. And I'll let you do your own research on Sinclair because I don't want to spend an hour working through it, but it's bad for the skin and the bowels concurrently. But just to close the loop, a a few weeks ago, uh, Sinclair sent mandatory content to each of their affiliates, a manifesto faux public service announcement of sorts wherein the anchors stood in dramatic lighting and looked directly at the camera. Camera, and things got real dark, and they talked about uh, diluted news sources and, and sources with perhaps impure motives and pure journalis- journalistic practices uh, affecting the American public. The statement ostensibly urged people to vet their sources to do good research and value journalistic integrity. Now, personally, I fully agree with this notion in theory. However, when this notion is delivered via mandate, word for word, by scores of anchors all at once, I get a little skittish when the language of the message eerily mirrors the fake news rhetoric of a certain sociopathic billionaire turned leader of the free world who is not so secretly buddied up with, guess who, the leaders of Sinclair Media, I get agitated to the point of breaking things. And maybe you do too. Why am I talking about this? This is why I'm happy to be partnered with Q4 Radio on the first show. I'm buttering up the bosses. But I'm happy to be partnered with Q4 Radio, with uh, Q4 because it's a grassroots independent station. You know, We're a nonprofit. We could give a damn less about ruffling feathers. So as long as I don't curse on the air or support the Nazi party, I'm pretty much free to do as I please. And I think those are very fair terms. I can live with that. I can operate inside of those guidelines. So this show is for us. Even if there are only a few of us right now, the few of you watching on Facebook, hello, how are you? Uh, those of you out in media land who are texting me as if I'm not doing live radio. Uh, you there, perhaps in your cubicle or on your job site, or maybe you're riding out the afternoon in a coffee house you frequent for the Wi-Fi. Or perhaps right now you're just staring at your bedroom ceiling, hitting the vape pen. Whatever it is, thanks for hanging out. Uh, for those of you in Europe, hello, hola, alo, moin, buona sera, bonjour, etc. cetera. Uh, I promise you one thing i promise to play the records that i want i want to tell the stories that i want and i'm going to make fun of whomever i please within reason and i will not bow to corporate interests that i don't personally support i will not knowingly lie to you beyond silly make ups and garden variety self-aggrandizement because i can bench 300 pounds i'll try to go easy on the politics i promise and i'll try to make this time primarily about sharing stories sharing awkward laughter and turning each other on to some good records speak of the devil let's play a record right now let's see what we got All right, that was Sunny War with Goodbye L.A. Right before that was Avery R. Young, the Baddest Man on the Planet, with uh, with ground off of his first album. Please check those people out once again. You could follow us on uh, on Spotify. Add the playlist. You can't do it right this second because it's not live uh, until after the after the, uh, the actual broadcast. But the Busted Mouth Esteemed Radio Audio, <laughs> what the Busted Mouth Esteemed Audio Companion. You can get it on Spotify. It's a totally free playlist. Do your thing. Uh, if you're on premium, you could follow along in order. But you know, it's up to you. Um, so what are we doing here? Uh, I'm talking a lot, I guess, today about why I'm on radio, like what it is, why, why, why the decision to launch things right now. Um, and some of you know me and some of you don't, but uh, about a year ago, almost, almost to the day, uh, my entire life kind of fell apart, in at least professionally. Um, and I'll spare you the details, but suffice, suffice it to say, uh, in the span of a week, I went from having a weekly show and a job running an arts company and uh, a firm grasp on who my friends were to having pretty much exactly uh, none of that. So when you're a relatively public figure, um, relatively public, you know, within certain circles, people knew who I was uh, When your whole world implodes under those circumstances, it it can be a little daunting to get back on the horse, but it it feels good to be uh, behind the microphone again. And I've I've always wanted to be in radio. From the time I was a small kid, I, like most over dramatic and self-important children, used to do a radio show in my bedroom by pressing play and record simultaneously on the tape recorder that somehow ended up in my possession. Sorry, Dad. Uh, I didn't have the voice for radio back then, but as my father told me, I sure had the face. And that's an easy joke, and everybody makes that joke, but I want you to know that it It's true, and these are the kind of things that he used to say to me. Uh, It was almost as if I was destined to end up here in the safety of the kitschy and uh, glorious Q4 radio studios. Uh, But I've always heard about my voice uh, ever since it started dropping. And usually it'd be after a stage show. Someone would approach me and be like, you should be on the radio. And I would be like, I'm frequently on the radio. And they'd say, I knew it. See, I'm so smart. Uh, And after it all got... Little dim, uh, dim last year, Uh, a friend of mine offered me a job at her sandwich shop, and I had no choice but to accept Uh, kindness and a paycheck were two things that I wasn't able to refuse. And one day I was behind the counter hating myself, as I did most times during a 24-hour period, and a customer, let's call her uh, every white person's Aunt Kathy, said to me, she's like, oh, you should be on the radio. And I, in rotes, you know, just politely replied, "Uh, I am on the radio. And then I watched her face kind of struggle to do the math like but you work here and if you're on the i don't and then i said do you listen to radio she said well not so much any i don't well then here we are would you like fries with that so radio was once an industry clamored to be a part of and rightfully so it was the primary medium of the day and now as technology has advanced and taken along with it the patience and attention span of the average consumer myself included The golden voice radio giants of old are struggling to remain relevant and anyone and everyone can have a podcast regardless of how competent or listenable they themselves strive to be. And I think that's great. I think it's important that people have access to voices and I think it's great that we find voices and people are able to cultivate themselves uh, in a landscape that's a little more even playing field than, than it used to be. And the Mobius strip of irony that I'm talking about this right now is not lost on me, but The question at hand is, what what are the baritones of yesteryear to do? Sure, the lucky few end up doing voiceover, and they're hawking burgers and auto parts, etc. And I imagine some go on to, I don't know, get into advertising or phone sales. But there have to be some that end up as strip club DJs. And I thought about taking such a job. But I am much too glib for such a thing. Like, hey there, fellas, it's your Drunk Uncle Bags reminding you that you may not touch the dancers under any circumstances. Two-for-one Tuesdays does not apply to the top shelf. Top shelf, everything not on the well. Speaking of not well, perhaps I should have gone to college. And without further ado, I'm going to spin a little Motley crew, And you're going to put your hands together and welcome someone with two master's degrees. Unfortunately, they're both in English. Give it up for Mercedes. (laughs) Hey, keep it going for Mercedes, finishing off her set to down with the sickness. And while we're on the subject, I'd like to remind you that foodborne illness is a real threat. So if you're partaking in our awesome lunch buffet, I would recommend avoiding the shrimp shooters. The sturdos and the chafing dish went out hours ago. Bruno, our kitchen guy, never got his food handler's license and took the job to find true love, but is mostly just enjoying the close proximity to crank. And right now, let's crank it up and welcome her back for her 19th set of the afternoon. It's Key. And if you're ready for your next dancer, give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah, all right, me too. But she's dealing with a lot of things, and one of which, of all things, um wardrobe malfunction. So I'd like to take a minute to invite all of you down to Rita McGee's Comedy Night tomorrow at ten thirty, where I'll be appearing. It's just an open mic, but I don't have to pay the drink minimum if I bring a friend. And the comic who brings the most friends gets an extra two minutes on stage. I'll be signing up three hours early, so I'll most likely go on, I don't know, 13th or 14th. Stop by my table. Say hello, mostly because Rita requires visual proof that we each know each other. Oh, she's ready now. Let's cut the crap and start to clap for Amy, spelled in the most obnoxious way possible. Oh wait a minute. Oh Oh, snap. Uh oh. That means only one thing. It's time for the news. Excuse me. Uh, <clears throat> uh working on it. I'm trying to uh try to uh slip on my anchor voice uh to do the news. I, I attempt to strangle this regionally specific accent uh from my vocal cord. Uh hmm. Chica- Chica- Chicago 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 Ha 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 Chicago You You Got You You All You Chicago uh. <clears throat> taco taco okay let's try uh last week paul ryan announced his decision to retire from congress following the end of his term stating that he has quote done his part and just this morning ryan announced that following his departure the senator will resume his previous role as guy at the gym doing bench presses in billowy umbros not bad not bad okay let's try it on again Uh, as it turns out, Trump made good on his typically idle threats, launching a missile strike at Syria, stating that it was, quote, crucial that we bomb Syria for bombing Syrians with bombs in Syria. Still no word on whether the Syrians bombed by Syria will be accepted as refugees, though, as Trump also went on to say, we'll march over there and beat up your abusive stepfather, but we're not about to start feeding you or anything. In local weather, Chicago is again saddled with overcast skies, increase ennui, and a scattered flurries throughout the day. Temperature is currently, oh, come on, really, with an overnight low of, for God's sakes, I ask for so little. Perfect conditions for half-heartedly meandering from the curb into oncoming traffic. Not with any real conviction, more just seeing how it feels. It's also unclear how the weather will affect the final games of the Chicago Cubs' current homestead. You'll remember the Cubs postponed their home opener at Wrigley Field due to similar snow cover. Many Chicago White Sox fans thumbed their noses at the decision, citing the snow at their team's opener did not impede gameplay. In related news, White Sox reportedly had 974 fans in attendance for last Monday's game, shattering their previous attendance record of 973. You know, not bad. We could try this. We could try to do the news. Anyway, now here's Beach Money. are listening to Busted Mouth Radio on Q4 Radio. Uh, Busted Mouth is going to stream live every Monday from noon to 2 p.m. at Q4.org, Q-U-E-4.org. It's also on iTunes Radio, the iTunes app, all over the place. 1680 a.m. in Chicago. Jonah Jerkins, the hilarious, wonderful Jonah Jerkins, is going to be with me in just a few seconds. We're going to play a couple more uh, tracks, and unfortunately, guys, I know it's a grassroots radio station, but I do have to read a couple of ads. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Squareface, the easiest way to build a new face. If you can make a new face, if I can, you can also make a square face. Shoot. Square face makes it easy to drag and drop noses, dimples, and rapidly going out of style. Curly mustaches. Don't delay. It's so easy. If you can poke yourself in the eye, you can have a beautiful mug with square face. My listeners and my listeners only can try square face for 30 days, risk-free. Act now. You can also get access to the brand new mare face at no additional cost. Mare face, the quickest and easiest way to have the face of a female horse. Mare face. uh, Dream bigger uh we all know just how frustrating public transit could be which is why where that guy comes in on a crowded subway or l car space is always at a premium but with that guy we are guaranteed to you are guaranteed to exit the car with a better understanding of just how premium man spreading his old news people that guy offers a range of services from standing next to the only available seat at rush hour under the guise of being polite while still obstructing everyone's use of the only available seat at rush hour to standing next to your seat and turning so his crotch is directly in front of your face because he likes to look out the window act now and we'll throw in that lady who is guaranteed to enter the train with a stroller the size of a smart car and park it directly in front of the train doors while she and her children in her stead consume up to four seats in the general vicinity that lady now with brand new catchphrases including um excuse me Don't touch my stroller, it's not in anybody's way. And well, what are my kids supposed to do? Walk. And lastly, with spring, hopefully just around the corner, the good folks at People's Gas know that you're naturally going to consume less natural gas, which is why they're rolling out their new initiative, tear up the sidewalks and ruin the parking in your neighborhood whenever the hell we feel like it with minimal notice. Nothing augments a beautiful spring morning like the beeping squeal of a mini bulldozer caterwauling, hey, I'm backing up to the last bit of sleep until you'll get until your project ends arbitrarily. You work nights, we don't care. Just one of the many services we offer, People's Gas has won the Gas Company Customer Service Award every year since it's in because it's a monopoly and there's no competition and just for my listeners once again if you act today peoples will have your car towed because they meant to put up signs that they must have missed that part of the block we're sorry i'm sure it'll be fine just go to people's dot and enter the promo code oh yeah what are you going to do about it operate with no oversight oh yeah we operate with no oversight now here's uh, baby money and the down payments <music> So I happen to be in studio with uh, with our guest for the week. Um, we're trying to have a guest every single week. And again, you're listening to Busted Mouth Radio on Q4 Radio. We stream live every Monday afternoon from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Central, also available on Spotify. Uh, excuse me. on uh, Hopefully soon the podcast will be on Spotify, but we're also going to be on... Um iTunes Radio. So we're all over the place. 1680 AM in Chicago. We got a guest every single week. And our first guest, I couldn't have chosen a better, a better friend and a uh-huh. better guest to come in the first time. Um, and not just because he's my buddy, but also because he's a hilarious and accomplished comedian. Uh, this is Jonah Jerkins, everyone. Say hi, Jonah. Hi, Jonah. Oh, oh. And you, you, made it, you made it cute right out of the yes, gate. Yes, I did. That's terrific. Um, Welcome, welcome in, man. Why don't you first of all? Why don't you uh, plug your plug your social media and all that stuff?
1: Um, yeah, you can uh, at Jonah Jerkins J U R K E N S Twitter. Uh, follow me, on, like me on Facebook. That's about it. I don't. I'm very bad at social media, which is why I am on your show right now.
0: Yeah, so, <laughs> dude. I mean, it's kind of the place. Well, Facebook specifically is is kind of become insane uh, in the last week with. Oh, with with the the, stuff with the the Zuckerberg proceeding and everything else, and I'm not even sure what to do about it because we've all known that they've been stealing our stuff. Does it
1: really bother you? No, and that's the problem. It's supposed to. No, is it? This they're just using it for marketing purposes. Well, you You can say no to the things that they try to sell you. You know what I mean? Sure.
0: Oh, absolutely! But there was a time in which, if someone came up to you and was like, "Uh, "Can we have your email address?" you'd be like, "No, get out of my face! I'm not giving you. I'm not giving you my name or my email address." Now,
1: but I'll give you my number, my address.
0: But now it's just different. I guess it's at the point where they go, "Hey, they've been stealing all your info," and I'm like. I, it's, is it even worth
1: it to yeah, fight it? I, don't got, cares anymore. I got stuff to do. Right. I got to take my fat ass to the gym. Yeah. But then you, look at, then you look at the ads, you're like, oh, that seems interesting. Thank God for Facebook targeting me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a there was a, face- a great deal
1: on knives. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking about knives. Yeah. And how did they know that yeah. I wanted
0: knives? Because they can actually listen. Anyway, I, I don't want to get too far down this rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh, except to say. Yeah, uh, you're starting to turn red. You know, I, and what I don't want to do is have this turn into like a terrible uh, Alex Jones Kind of a thing where I just sit around here and just we got a voice like it, yeah. Ah, I'm so angry. These people are I can't do it. I can't yeah, do it.
1: Uh, I think it just turns into John Taffer no matter what happens. Who? John Taffer? Why do I not know John Taffer? You don't know John Taffer? He's in the bar Taffer? industry. Um, that's the host of Bar Rescue. Oh, that's that guy. I, I almost knew. was late for this because I was watching that. I never knew that guy's name. Oh, he's great. He's, I mean, he's not great. He's a nightmare, but he's sure. hilarious. Yeah.
0: I don't know if I could do, I, every time I watch the show, uh, being in the restaurant, bar and restaurant industry, like it, it kind of turns me on a little bit. I'm like, hmm. And then I also
1: go, this guy's full of garbage. I don't yeah. know, I can't, I don't know. Yeah. I heard. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's, there's that. I, a lot of service industry people just hate him because they think he's an idiot, but then those are those people that are always like, what do you mean I can't get drunk at work? Like, <laughs> like you're, and They're always the ones in the failing bar, like they're in a failing bar being like, that's, not, that's fine, I could do that. You're like, just listen to Taffer a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that, yes, I think you're absolutely yeah. correct. Uh, as someone who used to, speaking of which, I don't think we have had a conversation where both of us is guaranteed sober
1: before. Well, I'm not sober right now, so oh, okay. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. Not that I'm upset. I'm just uh, no. Yeah, we never have. We've, we haven't had. Uh, isn't that weird? When you like, it is so
0: strange. Yeah, I've been sober talking to you, friends. and you've been sober talking to me. For I don't sure. think we've ever been sober talking to each no. other. No, but this is fun.
1: This is fun. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. You look different to me.
0: Uh, you look you look different. I think that's it's more the it's more the, the beard growth.
1: Oh yeah, I got a little scruff going.
0: You got it going. I got it going. That's what happens, man. New, you're a new butterfly. I'm a
1: new butterfly. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You got some life changes happening and all kinds of things. Yeah, um, yeah. So just for context, whoever doesn't think we're just absolute drunks, I mean, which we are, but like are. specifically in this case, uh, Jonah is the one of the primary producers of the Blackout Diaries, where I yes. occasionally help out. Um, but I initially met Jonah... In this context, initially met Jonah because I was uh, tending bar at the at the late great and now dead hi hat club where the Blackout Diaries used to run, and yep. Jonah would come in and host almost every week. Was one of the producers, which the
1: owner might have been the person who was like, "Why can't I get drunk at work?" John oh. Taffer doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah,
0: yeah. He, uh, <clears throat> I don't. Hey, Mike, how you doing, buddy? No specific. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I so I would serve Jonah every night, and then yeah. I was usually drinking there too. So, and the funny thing, if you want to get into it, like how we. Actually, what we realized is that we knew
1: each other in high school and didn't realize it. Which is weird. Because you're from Wisconsin. Yes, I am. And you grew up? In Wauwatosa. Okay. Which is a suburb of... Milwaukee. Milwaukee, right. But another suburb is, is Brookfield,
0: Brookfield, where I'm not from, but my parents, my dad got a job and like dropped us in Brookfield. Uh-huh. And I, I didn't know, I'd never met a rich person before. Oh I God. didn't know anything about prefab so houses. Rich. And I just kind of was like, now I, what is this place and who are these people? And they were yeah. like, where's your, uh, where do your, where's your family play tennis? Like, yeah. I've never played tennis
1: a day in my life. What car um, are you gonna get for your sweet sixteen? Yeah, I, I
0: think I got for my seventeenth. I think I got my dad's '86 Delta 88. Oh, automobile. nice! Del- I got.
1: Yeah, I got my dad's '88 Mazda MX-6 GT turbocharged. Excuse me, that thing it's was probably um, sounds. Amazing. It's probably sounds fancier. It looks like it was, a DeLorean, I'm right? so here. excited. Yeah, I uh, had, had a car bra. Remember that was like oh, a oh car oh
0: the uh, that like leatherette thing yeah. across the front
1: yeah why I don't know why people are like that looks great <laughs> <laughs> I mean you, you need you need the support up front obviously yeah, yeah. you know what my car needs a headband but coolest thing that it's, uh, I've ever seen it in a car it had that and it had this button in the middle that you'd press and when you press it the um the vents would oscillate oh that's kind of boss yeah that was like the coolest thing I've ever seen and it was stick and it was the fastest car in the parking lot I bet it was did you did you learn how to drive stick right away. Yeah, I had, well, I had to because because my dad gave me that car. So my friend taught me how to drive stick. So he drove me to Brookfield, which is a few miles away, or sure. maybe five, yeah, right next door. Yeah, yeah. And then he taught me in this um in this parking lot. And then he was just like, he's like, okay, now drive me home. Oh, that's cool. And I was like, what? And he's and it, that was the scariest. Like those hills are very scary when you first try to start driving stick. Oh yeah, I can believe. Yeah, because you have to find. <laughs> he like taught me how to like find that sweet spot of like the clutch and the gas where you're kind of you're at a hill but you're you're stopped without yeah using like, the, sure sure without using the brake. Uh, and then I, I somehow made us back home. I was I was so mad at him. I was just like, well, "Wrestling's on this. Wrestling is really big. was just like to the pay per view." He's like, "Well, you better get us home." He was like my older friend. Yeah, right, right, right. Which like I was like sixteen. I think he was like twenty. Which at the time didn't seem creepy but now it seems very creepy it's weird
0: how that works too yeah because we i always knew growing up uh because i didn't again i didn't grow up in, in rich suburbs until i was until later but like i always knew you knew the name of the guy at the gas station mm-hmm. you knew all the people around it, and it was just kind of like eh, when my chain would fall off my bike phil at the Amico station yeah. helped me put my bike back together yeah. it wasn't a weird thing but i remember yeah. once i'm going in with my father to fill up gas and i was like oh hey phil and he's like hey how you doing and my dad was just like, he like, went pale. Like, Oh, how, really? How do you know yeah. this grown man? Yeah. I was like, what well, he's nice. He yeah. gives me gum and puts butt chains on my bike. And it yeah. was nothing untoward. It was yeah. just like people knowing people. He just, gives me, people. Yeah. Like, he just gives me candy. Yeah. He just gives me candy. He, he invites me, me to he his me on his cheek. All right. Okay. We got, that'll go too far down the hill.
1: Um, Oh, yeah, because there's a story I almost brought up. Right. Um, yeah, let's not do that. Let's. Well, maybe we'll get into it. But This guy's name is Mike, and he was actually my manager at Rocky Rococo's Pizza. Rocky, oh, that's a that it's is a it's Wisconsin a, thing, right? yeah. It's a, pizza, it's a pizza fast food place in Wisconsin, which is amazing. They have sure. amazing breadsticks, and then we became friends. And then he, I, got the, I think he just like looked at me as like his younger brother, yeah. But even my mom was cool with it, but like looking back, I was like, should you have been?
0: I don't think you should have been cool with that, mom. I think 2016 is a little 20
1: to 16, that gap is, is not that big a deal. No. Now, if
0: he was 25, if he was 30 hanging out with 16 year olds,
1: yeah, yeah, that'd be fun if I, like, hey, Baz, hey, you might if I bring my friend, and it's just like is this 12 year old. <laughs> I'm like yeah. he's great. He's well No, fun. he's cool. He's yeah, cool. Yeah, he's a cool he's a good drinker. He's chill. He's chill. <laughs> yeah, he's chill. He's chill. He's chill. You- <laughs> he's real beyond his years. He's very wise beyond his years.
0: Or or vice versa like I remember there was a there was a girl I went to high school with who uh, dated a guy who was like 20, I think. Yeah. and brought him to a party once oh and everyone's like, "Who's this old guy?" Yeah. Also- I know,
1: but then like the, it, it was like, "Whoa, how cool that girl is." And now it's like, "Oh, that that man was such a loser. Right at the yeah, ugh, like what
0: are you doing? Yeah, when what? I
1: hear friends are just like, oh yeah, she's this age. I'm like, ugh, which bowling alley do yeah. you work at? What, you're over 21, don't they? Unless you're like, if you're 25 and under, it's okay if you're dating somebody under 21. But if you're like 33, it's really. And you're like, yeah, my um, I had to sneak my girlfriend some booze. I was like, well, what? <laughs> I buy her friends booze all the time. I
0: got her tickets to scream. because yeah. she wasn't allowed to get in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What are you doing with your life? You should be you should be embarrassed. And they're always they're always braggadocious about it.
0: Yeah, like oh my yeah, my girlfriend, yeah, she's so she's
1: hot. hot. Ugh. 18, long and lean. It's like, dude, you're forty. Yeah. You're gross. He's like, I oh, know. And you work. I it still out. got it. No, you don't. You just you just butter books for college. That's all. Uh,
0: if you ever use the phrase "I still got it," I think it's it's like it's like the it's kind of like saying uh, "Don't you
1: know who I am?"
0: It's the <laughs> yeah, phrase yeah. that like
1: uh, it's it's really time yeah, to hang it up. Yeah. Let's hang them up. You're right. I'm doing I'm doing good things here. Are you?
0: Mm. Mm. so we knew each other in high school
1: uh what did okay we never figured this out did I, we know each other in high school
0: we knew that we had okay so you worked we at the best buy friends. yes I did. which was like half of half of jump down the street from the restaurant that i worked in which was what aliota's
1: oh you worked at, okay that's right you did okay. so
0: i got jobs for a bunch of the for like dave and mark yeah. and uh a bunch of those guys yeah. i got job i got them jobs there yeah. and they knew you yeah. So it was like we knew all the same people. I knew I had heard your name. Yeah. When we met at Bla- at blackout uh, at Hi Hat where I was working, when we met, I went, I've heard that name before. Yeah. You seem familiar to me, yeah. even though we didn't really
1: know each other. Yeah. I'm it's sure so we've strange. been at the same parties before. I'm, I didn't go to parties. You uh, went to parties. I, I, parties. I didn't get invited to parties. Well, I didn't have any friends in my high school. You had all the friends in my high school. Yeah. So like <laughs> I wasn't. I mean, I was like the kid in high school who like I was really fat. We both were fat growing up. We were both fat. Yeah. Yes. Um. Well, we did it together, so which is good. We just eat pizza together. Together, together, um, eat all the feelings. Go. And then I lost all was weight, and then and then um, I got to sit at the cool kids table, but nobody talked to me. Then I was oh, like, I was would... accepted, but I wasn't um, embraced. You were like the, you were or maybe like, I... I was embraced but not accepted. Which, 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 which? which, which I think accepted that? but not embraced. Yes. So I got to sit with everybody. They invited me to sit with them, but then I never got to hang out with them after. After, uh, they just thought it was funny. And sure. Then we had fun. We'd go midnight bowling sometimes. <laughs> That's what you do when you're 16. At the Rockin' Bowl? Uh, what was the name of that place? I don't know. It was right next to my high school. Okay, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. It wasn't the Blue Mile. Not the Blue Mile one. No, oh, no, no, okay. No. no, it was another one. And it was, it was, it was some interesting times. Ain't that some. Uh, stuff. And then I started working at Best Buy, and then I became friends with those people. Mm-hmm. And then uh, those were like, I thought those were the more popular kids, right? In no, not really.
0: Really? I mean, they were cool. The thing was like, they were the, they were the super popular kids, and then there were.
1: They the, kind of mixed together, they did
0: kind of mix yeah. well, it was well people all kind of knew each other, it wasn't yeah. and it wasn't a big enough community where there was a clear hierarchy, yeah. But it was definitely like acceptable, yeah, and not acceptable, and I was certainly in the lower half, okay.
1: And then they invited me to their parties all the time. So I was just like, "Oh, this is this is so much cooler. I'm part of the cool kids." I think I
0: went to one. And I
1: was like the kid from a different school. So I was like, "That cool kid." I went Not to cool kid, but
0: one Mark, Marcel, Adam, the came, same guys we're talking about. Yeah. Like, I think I went to one of their parties. Mm-hmm. Someone's uh, like had. A, I think there was a hot tub involved. Yeah, uh, some and
1: I, that might have been it. That was weird. Uh, so everybody I... listening right now is just like, "Are we just listening to these people catch up?" Yeah, is that, we... what's, <laughs> is that what's going on right now? I don't know these names. But I'm intrigued.
0: Um, but I'm tr- say so I want. Yeah, uh, not fun for any of us. So, like, is that how you
1: became? Did you know you wanted to get into comedy in high school? No, no. I was obsessed with comedy, and uh, it's like my earliest memories is just like I remember watching Mark Maron in the '80s. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I was yeah. A huge Mark Maron fan in yeah. the '80s, and like because you had like the we had like Louis. the A list and yeah, yeah, blend and all that stuff on Comedy Central, Carolines and and all that stuff. And then VH1 had a, a um, stand up spotlight. To, is that what it was called? I was Rosie
0: O'Donnell hosted it, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so, but I never, like, it never clicked. Like, where sure. I'm like, oh, I could do this. It was just why it was something I, you know, like my brain's like an encyclopedia of stand up. And then uh, a friend from ours in high school, Dominic, uh-huh. uh, who he moved to LA with Don, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and then they, they wanted to do acting or, and, and directing. And then I guess Dominic started stand up, He tried to do stand up out there, and sure. then he moved back because he failed and oh. uh it's okay but it did <laughs> uh it's true let's, let's let's be honest and then i was working at best buy i wasn't supposed to work that day i came in they asked me if i could work so i came in and then dominic shows up and him and i had a huge falling out over a girl Molly? and uh everyone's like who are these people i don't know who that is i'm sure oh, I, do. I, do. Yeah. I do i do i do i do go yeah. on go on your last name rhymes with ilsen
0: she was four years younger and three, five and to, two, to six, or three. five or six years younger. Well, she was, she was in middle she school. Was eight. She was in middle school. Yeah, she was
1: eight. Um, but she was eight. But she like felt like she was twenty. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Not felt like. You know she. You know what I meant.
0: Well, the show's been canceled. Anywho, uh, no, go on.
1: So I do. So I I, I wasn't supposed to work. Who shows up? Dominic. We had a huge falling out. We kind of caught up, and then he was just like, "Hey, I, I did stand up um, out there." I was like, "Really? You did that?" And that's when it all clicked. I'm like, "What?" So was doing stand up in L. A. In L.A. In LA. Okay. He took like a class, and then he was like, "You should do." It. I always thought you're funny. And then I was like, well, oh, funnier than you. Uh, <laughs> and then he just messaged me out of the blue like a, a week later and was like, hey, there's this class in Milwaukee. Because I didn't know how you started. He's like, you should t- – I'm going to take it. You should take it with me. And then I was like, okay. Uh, and then I I'm, I'm, was so shy and naturally very like introverted. And um, I was so bad at public speaking. I'm like, at least they'll help me with that. So I'll learn how to do that. And then he had like a graduation show. And then I did the show, and I got the, that first laugh. I was like, that's all I want to do. Yeah, and I did it, it for you. Yeah, and now can I borrow some money? <laughs> <laughs> um, did you ever did take – I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, did you –
0: No, you, you – uh, yeah. Did you ever take a class? Out? Did you did you stand up? Uh, you do obviously stand up class, but did you take? Did you do improv and all that other kind of stuff too? You, yeah. Did you
1: act in high school? Any of that? No, I didn't do any of that. I was always in, in, in interested in that, uh, but I was too afraid of failing and looking uh, bad, okay. I never did. I needed people to push me like Dominic. Sure. And then through that I met this guy named Sam. And then all of a sudden Sam was like, Hey, there's this thing called Second City in Chicago. Right. And then I was like, Oh, what is this? And then I learned about what that was. And he was like, I signed up for this class, sign up now because it fills up quickly. And then we would drive from Milwaukee
0: oh, to no way. Chicago.
1: And I would train there. And then that first class I that first class I opened the door and there's this like really cute Italian girl who just like we were late who just like instantly like makes fun of me and I'm like, oh, what's going on here? And then I ended up falling in love with that girl. And then she was like, I want to move to Chicago. Let's just move together. Right? And mm-hmm. then I said, okay. And then we moved here. So, like, I don't know if you believe in fate or whatever, but I definitely believe in, like, you know, like, there's certain memories in your, in your, in your head that are so, so vivid because they're turning points. There's a coincidence where something happens and clearly your right. life changes like if I didn't, yeah. if I, if, okay, first off, if I never worked at Best Buy, I originally met Dominic, I never would have decided to come in that day uh, if I never came in that day, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now.
0: Yeah, well, I wonder if Isn't it's that like, crazy. But I wonder if it's that's the way uh, things are meant to be a certain way, or yeah. there's some plan, or whatever that whatever you want to get there, or if it's just a matter of well, of course, because everything turns into like everything changes right. everything. So well, I just think I just
1: think there's certain moments in your life that like you can either go this route or you can go this route, and it's up to you to make that decision. But for some reason, those decisions are very vivid. Yeah, I got that. You're I understand that. Yeah, like I, I still to say, remember the, the night I was like, I should work at Best Buy. Like I remember that night. Like so vividly. That's weird. Yeah. It's just kind of crazy. And that kind of s- spawned this whole thing. And now you're pretty much doing stand up full time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Can I draw money? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I
0: do, uh, you know, nonprofit radio. Mm-hmm. So no, uh, you cannot. Um, the But you've been doing stand up full time. You're all over the place. You're at Laugh Factory and you're at it, Laugh Zany's Factory. Improv. Zany's, Zany's improv. Yep. improv. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. What's the talk to me it seems like i want to talk about laugh factory a little bit and i didn't okay. i didn't, pre- I didn't pre- prepare questions because i know you uh but also because we've not spoken on this level before but i yeah. think the laugh factory is really interesting so the laugh factory for those people out there that aren't stand-up nerds is is a big it's a chain right it's there's chain, quite a few mm-hmm. uh the big big one big big one is is in la yeah it's a lot of a lot of highly famous people it's it's very well known um what I find interesting about the Laugh Factory here is that it took over the old Lakeshore Theater space, right. which is on Broadway. And I saw a bunch of shows back yeah. at the Lakeshore. Yeah. Um, first time I ever saw a Burlesque was at the Lakeshore. Oh, really? Know? Like it was. And I specifically remember a friend of mine who went to DePaul at the time. I think I was 20 years old. Was like, you want to go see a Burlesque show? I'm like, what is that? Yeah. yeah I, just, I know kind of what that is, just but make it a I'm a dork. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I but, like, but I remember seeing it and going like, wow, like there's this comedy and there was magic and there was there were beautiful women on stage. and am like, this is something I would like to pursue or something I, I'm interested in. You want to become a burlesque? Uh, not really. Uh, okay. But the I love the idea of burlesque and comedy and kind yeah. of like the mixing of art forms, yeah. which isn't something you saw kind of the old
1: school. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And this was 15 years ago. So it wasn't yeah. wasn't nearly as it's common. Like Vaudeville. Um, so the lakeshore becomes gets purchased by the Laugh Factory, yeah. and the Laugh Factory somehow cons- continues to exist, booking only local comics. Right. It's not like Zanies or the Improv, or they're bringing people in from all right. over the world. W- w- how do they? How are
1: they getting by? Well, because they they pay so little. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly why. <laughs> Woo. Okay. Yeah. So Jamie bought the whole building. So Jamie he whole, Masada? Masada, who's the yeah. owner, he bought the whole, and I think uh, I think Tim Allen's a co. I think oh, okay. he, he part he owns that. That's why he's there like once a year to kind of boost up sales and stuff right um but yeah because uh th- but that's how laugh factory is everywhere they don't do they only do really kind of local talent shows. i didn't realize that yeah 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 they don't do they just want to p- promote the local talent they do they a do, uh, showcase style so instead of having like a three act like host feature headliner sure they have like six six comics doing like 10 right. or 15 minutes
0: and everybody gets five bucks and a free drink
1: and goes. oh somewhere. man that's on the weekends oh good um, oh, okay. weekdays it's 50 cents um no it's it's like it's it's for the amount of time you're doing, it's money. That's how you know uh, you're a comedian when you, when you go like, all right, so if I'm making $50 for 15 minutes, that means I'm making $200 an hour technically. Technically. So at that moment in time, I'm averaging uh, $400,000 a year. So at that moment <laughs> in time on stage, I am now covering $400,000 a year. At that moment on stage. At the moment. Yeah. If trends the continue. The you get off stage, everything goes down. Right back down to Twitter. Right, toilet. right. But at that, if I can continue this going, 400000 a year.
0: Take that, mom. Yeah, I'm going to eat most of my paycheck on the way home. Yeah, and,
1: and I already spent it at the bar.
0: Right, which is right. always. Which but is if always I a keep damage. this going, yeah, it's four hundred thousand. Well, and I always thought, like, as a as someone who's managed bars and, man- and produced a lot of shows, like, if you book,
1: if you pay, if you at least provide drinks for people, yeah, they'll show up. Yeah, yeah. That's the things I mean, there's so much talent in Chicago, and there's a lo- very good talent in Chicago, and we're all fiending for time. So it's it's it's. It's so easy to take advantage of us. Of course. Yeah.
0: Well, and if you're a comedian, like, you just, you, and it's, you, you need the juice.
1: You yeah, have to, you yeah, need I mean, you need you that have fix. You have to, yeah. yeah, you have to get that fix. And then also, it's always like, fine, if, you, if, if, you want, if you're demanding more money, there's someone right behind you that'll do it for you. That'll plus. do it for free. Yeah. And that's, yeah. it's
0: such a, that's such a terribly dangerous yeah. model, I think, to go into.
1: But they don't take advantage. I mean, they don't, I've, I've, they don't screw you on pay. They, I mean, they're upfront with it and they, they're very supportive of you when you're, when you're past there. Uh, Curtis, who's the GM, is, has done incredible things with that, that club. Um, so it's, it's, it's a really, I mean, I, it's like my home club. They support me as much as they can. And so like, if I just n- need to go up, I'll ask yeah. and they, they generally give me the spots. And that's great. Yeah. So they, you have to really go a great club The start, the start in the start, like becoming a comedian. It's amazing. Cause it's like, I, you know, I was there Saturday. There's 300 people there. One Yeah, you, they, they actually sell tickets, they sell tickets. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, again, cause of what, what Curtis and Brian have done. And it's just, it's crazy that like, you know, you you can be a performer like at the level that we, we are all at and performing in front of three hundred, three fifty people. And you rarely get that opportunity. You never get that opportunity. In Chicago, barely ever. No. I mean the improv does like five hundred, but that's just a few times a year you work there. Sure. So you can work weekly. Like, I usually work at Laugh one or two times a week in front of that many people. Like, you just become a better performer. Of course. Well, and
0: stand-up is one of the few things. It's like, it's kind of like running or anything else. Yeah. Uh, some ver- The very few, not anything else, but the very few things that if you don't do it for a few days, yeah. you're notably worse at it the next yes, time. Yes,
1: for sure. And the crazy thing to do about stand-up, too, is like, it, in, I guess if you do running terms, where it's like, yeah, the first time you decide to run, it's like at a race in front of hundred people, sure. So you and they're like, "Well, this guy sucks." They're yeah. like, "Yeah, but like it's my first time. I've never ran before. I don't know." Come
0: on. And every time you get a little bit better. Yeah, you get a little better. But, every... but they just remember
1: you from the first time. Yeah, of course. So, okay. that's so the thing. It's like, I always tell comics like um, that start off. I was like, "Don't invite your friends. You want to invite never. your friends? Yeah, never." Yeah, yeah. Because like five years later, when you're like, "Hey, I got this show," they're like, "I've seen you before." You're like, no, I'm better now. <laughs> like, I swear, yeah, I swear, I've seen your stuff, and they like tell you like your jokes. I'm like, I don't even remember those jokes, like. They're like, I'll never forget it. I'm like, okay, that bad, I get it.
0: But that's the thing. I've watched people bomb horribly mm-hmm. and remembered their bomb more than they do. Yeah. It's weird, but even at Blackout. So, like, Blackout Diaries is a show that uh, Jonah's kind of right now the primary producer of, and I, I co-produce and help yeah. out when I can. Uh, and
1: Which is a drinking storytelling show. It's a drinking
0: storytelling show. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk about that in a second. But the point was, like, I've come up there and, and had comedians look at me like, wait a minute, you're on this show? Yeah. How do you – because they saw me at a mic, and I just oh, ate my balls or yeah, whatever, and yeah, they didn't yeah. know me. And they're like, I just, that was the first time I saw you, and you were terrible. Yeah. like, exactly. Yeah. But everyone sucks. Right. Everyone bombs. Even the best people you've ever seen bomb oh, for sure. all the time. All the time. There's no way around it.
1: No. It's in everybody's uh, future.
0: Which is part of the reason that you have to go up all the time. Like, you've got to be up several times a week. All the time. Several days a week, but probably yeah. as many sets in a night as you could possibly get. is because every time you bomb it gets a little, or the more you're up, the less likely you are to
1: bomb. Right. But also then your versions of bombing changes. Sure. So like I, I, I think last week I I was very upset with my set. I was like, that fucking sucked. But I still, if you, if you uh, uh, rewind me to eight years ago when I kind of first started, I'd be like, I murdered last night, you know? Right, right. But to me, it's like not as good as it is, or as it wasn't as good as I thought it should have been. Sure. So that, that your barometer kind of changes a little bit, which is good. Um, but yeah, you got to keep going up over and over and over and over. I, I see this thing as like, and also you just kind of, you don't care anymore. Like the next day you're like, ah, who gives a shit? I have no, who gives a crap. Stop. Sorry. cursing. Have I, have I done that more than once? <laughs> no. Okay. Sorry. Uh, excuse me. I, uh, so like when I first started uh, quick story, I, when I first started, um, I would only do like one set a week cause I was afraid of not doing well. Yeah. That was my, my, my concern. So then when I moved down here it was like, whoa, you can perform so much. And I was like, okay, all right, I'll try this. Um, and then I went to this Shuba's, which is a bar, had, had this open mic on Sundays. It was called Sunday's Best. Is that and, the upstairs? Yeah, the upstairs. Yeah. yeah. And this was like the best, at the time, best mic in the city. Like Prescott Tolk, who's an amazing comedian, sure. yeah. uh, hosted it. And I went and I went with my improv friend. And I showed up and like Hannibal's there, there, Burris so yeah, still yeah. living in town. And like I think John Roy was there and Sean Flannery, mm-hmm. who, who's one of my favorite comedians and another comedian, C.J. Sullivan. Yeah. Everybody's there. So I'm, like, freaking out, right? And then I get three minutes. I went with my friend, and I was like, hey, if this doesn't go well, can you, like, clap and, like, woo a <laughs> lot at the end? And then I'll maybe pull it off like it was, like, a character I was doing. You know, like that easy, like, I know your face changed when I said that. Like Ugh, that improv yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Just a character I was doing.
0: The guy who sucks. Bad comedian. Right, yeah, it's my yeah, character. Yeah.
1: So I went up, and I, like, I ate everything. It was not doing well. And then... uh uh Bombed, worst bomb I've ever had in my whole entire life. I mean, only this comic in the back was laughing, and his name was Junior. If you hear him laughing, he's got a cackle, yeah, like, a, <laughs> like that. If you hear that laugh, you're like, oh, this is an historic bomb. You he's like, laughing at it. you. He's laughing at the bomb. Oh, that's and I knew terrible. that, but I like, I couldn't, I wasn't, I was so new, I had nothing to say. And then I ended, and I like looked at my friend, and I was like, oh man. And then he, st- <laughs> swear to God, he stood up, and he goes, uh, he goes, oh no, I've have seen I've seen him make people laugh before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's he's been terrible. paid to do this, and then I quit up for two years. Oh, <laughs> it's so bad. I was like, I'm never doing that again. I quit for two years, and then the same night, my girlfriend at the uh-huh. time, uh, she was a dancer, so she was coming in town for like a tour she was on, and then she was like, Can you get, "Pick me up at the airport," and I said, "Sure." And I dropped her off at O'Hare, so I drew to O'Hare to pick her up, and then I was all distraught. I was like, "Sports bombing, hold up, what do I do when I move down here for this? Mm-hmm. Ugh, this is not it." And then I'm like, where are you? And she's like, uh, well, I'm in the Southwest. I'm like, Southwest doesn't go to O'Hare. They're like, she's like, I know, I'm in Midway. And I was like, are you serious? I, want, I dropped you off at O'Hare. And she's like, yeah, but I told you I was coming to Midway. Ugh. So then I had to drive all the way home. And she just took a cab. And it was like, I just was like, I can't do this. And I quit. And I just did improv for two years. That's rough. Yeah. And then I met an uh, impro- improviser who was a stand up, and then he just was like, if you gotta do this, you gotta do it every night. And then I started doing like 40 sets a month at least. Yeah. And then and then I just became got this thick skin, and I don't care if I don't do well now, I, I, I could give two.
0: Well, generally, if you don't do well now, it's not because you're not capable of the mechanics of the. Bed. I know it's on it's, me. You try well, maybe you're trying out new material. Yeah. or you know, you're yeah. just off that night or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, so it's easier.
1: Yeah, and there's that switch that happens. You stop blaming the audience, you start blaming yourself. Yeah, because you know it's not the audience. Because you know you can get any audience if you really want sure. to. Sure. Yeah. Well, and some audiences are better than others, obviously. For sure.
0: But if you're, I mean, if you're legit, there's not a crowd that you can't get something from.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, you just got to be a little more like, okay, maybe I need to be more playful or maybe need to be a little more aggressive or, or maybe I can't, you know, I, they're a little more tight so I can't use these these trigger words right. as much or, sure. you, you know, or premises or whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's so it's, that's why I love it because every single night's different. Yeah. Well, and a lot of times I
0: heard – I'll switch gears here in a second, but I heard Tom Segura say something that I thought was really interesting where he's like he's he's – We've all been there, too, where you're on stage, and you are like, these guys suck. This audience yeah. is terrible. They hate me. They're hating the show. Yeah. I'm getting nothing out of them. And then afterwards, everyone's like, that was great, man. I know. Yeah. Some crowds are just dead like yeah, that. Yeah, you just
1: don't know. They're just not. It's weird how, like, collectively, they'll have one voice. So then they're having the best time ever, but they're not telling their face or they're not, they're not sure. telling their voice. So then they come up to, like, I had such a good time. And you're like, did you? Yeah. Why don't you act like you did? Right, and They're like, I just was so interested, you yeah. know, like that. And you're yeah. like, what is going on here? And then
0: you shame everybody. My buddy uh, Derek is coming into town. Sometimes, like, he's – and he's a, a comedian, but he's primarily a writer, performer, poet. Um, and does very, very well. Like, he tours with guys, like, uh, tours with Eugene Merman and, okay. you know, all those, all those cats. Uh, so he, he told me something really important once where if someone comes up to you at the end of a show – and goes hey man good set or good show or enjoyed your stuff it's really easy if you didn't feel good about what you did to yeah. say like no, that sucked you should have been here whatever. yeah and they get and, so upset and it, what it sends it sends them a message immediately of uh you don't know what you're talking about yeah thanks yeah. for the nice words and all but yeah. you're an
1: idiot and i'm not interested i know in your opinion. i know it's the worst thing but it's the, i do it all the time me too i still i still to this day because it's just like yeah, i was okay and yeah. they're like they give you this look like i was just trying to be nice and yep. you're like Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Just be appreciative. Like, thank you for coming. Thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah. The worst is when you get the meet two or the you two. Ugh, that's the worst. Because like when you're lined up to do like your meet and greet, you know, Uh like the people will come up and go to their favorite one too. You know, like let's say it was you and I, and they go to you, oh, and they're like, yeah. "Hey, man, you're so funny." That like, "Oh, you're the I loved you." Like, "Oh, that bit you did was so great." And then they look at you and they're like, "You too." And they walk away. You're like, "Oh, that hurts so Ugh, bad." Yeah, it's the worst. You like, too. You're just,
0: you're just being polite. Yeah. It's like when you. It's like when someone hugs you coming out of a party, like sees their best friend, and like, "Oh, it's so good
1: to see you." And yeah. you Just happen
0: to be there, like I'll casually drape my arm around you too. Yeah. if You're into that sort of thing, just yeah. because I know you're in the room and I don't want to feel like a jerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. tough. Yeah, it's it's fun. What was the – I want to – you've had some bad shows. We've all had bad shows, but, like, those kind of are, are spots. But didn't you – will you tell the story – and I'm sorry if I'm pimping your bit. No. But, like, will you tell the story of the show you did, the uh, Jonah Jerkins is working for Fish story? Oh,
1: yeah. That was, like – yeah, that's, like, a more of a drunk story. But, yeah. Yeah, so, well, go for it. Yeah, so I got asked to do the show and to drive up to the uh, Green Bay mm-hmm. or to to De, Depeer. Depeer. De yeah. Right next which, to Green Bay. Yeah, which we're is Saint of town. Is, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, uh, so then I was like, yeah, I'll do that. Cool. And this guy was just like, all right, we can't, I I, I don't have like a guaranteed pay, but we're going to give you a part of the door and it'll be more than enough. It'll be more like than a hundred, two hundred bucks or whatever. I'm like, okay, I'll get a hotel then, you know? So I got a hotel and then I show up and the guy's like, first off, I get the, the flyer and it's just my face superimposed on like a dolphin. And then it's just like... <laughs> It goes, like, the show, and it's, like, the worst picture of me huh? ever. And it's just, like, uh, he's working for Jokes and Fish. And I was, like, I didn't agree with that at all. Sure. Yeah. And then uh, it's at, like, 7.54 the time starts or something weird like that. And i was yeah. like, what is this Why would show? it start at 7.54? Yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, a weird thing this guy does. Oh, it's, he thinks it's, like, part of, the, like part part of his, their kitsch? It's, like, part of his brand. That's weird. Yeah, which always runs the worst shows. But he's nice, and he means well. And then I go up, and I bring a friend, and... It's like, he instantly is like, hey, um, we're not, we're not going to, yeah, you're not going to get money. <laughs> He's just like, I, I can throw you like 20 bucks or 30 bucks. And I was like, dude, like, I, I paid for a hotel, man. He's like, yeah, okay. I, I talked to the owner, and then they're just going to get the, your whole tabs free. And I was like, that's not a good idea for you because <laughs> I love drinking. And I brought my <laughs> friend at Tyson, who also ran Blackout Dars. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, we're going to put this bar under. And then it was bad. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think they stopped, they stopped off from that deal a month later, which I've ruined for people for sure. And then we got. So, wait st- a minute,
0: hold on. So, they just said, we'll, we're not going to pay you. We'll just give you. Well, he was like, I'll the- give
1: you like 20 bucks out of my own pocket. And then you could just drink for free. Yeah. And the, 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 so the bar, the owner's going to give you uh, free tab. So,
0: day. did you plan on just burying the bar? Were you
1: like, yeah. well, well I wasn't screw like, these guys. I wasn't I'm like aggressively, drink. like, yeah. yeah, screw you. I was, but I was like. Okay, if you're going to give me that, like, it's going to cost you. Like, I can drink a lot. I'm from here. <laughs> I have a great tolerance. Yeah. And I don't get hangovers. So I don't care. So just, like. I'm going to start putting a pin in that. Come on. Uh, tell me, finish the story. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, do you want me to finish the, finish the actual story? Yeah, tell me the yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, Okay, so, so we, get, like, we get, like, annihilated. And then um, it's a college town, so we're like, let's go out. And we get to the, the, um, the cab and it's just like, you know, take us where the kids drink. Or, you know, whatever, uh, I think, uh, thing. And then, so we go to this, like, club. And they have like you know you know it's bad you know it's a college bar when you're they have like an orange dreamsicle special?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. just
1: a there's a back in the back light, there's like a, a terrible yeah. of the guitar center spinning light. Yeah. And, and it's they, like the back corner. Girls will like dance in the bar, like literally kick orange dreamsicles over like Tyson and I oh, just covered God. in orange. And then we're like, we gotta get out of here. So then we we're walking distance from the hotel. So we walk to the hotel, we try to get in the hotel. And uh, it's like one of those hotels where they use your key to get in late at night. Oh, so they lock the outside doors. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So then um, we like, and but our keys aren't working. Like our, our our like little cards. So then I, I well, I'm so drunk, I'm like, just try your credit card. And he's just like what? And I'm like, I'll try my credit card. Just give it and I try my credit card, it doesn't work, obviously. So we're like banging <laughs> on the try windows. Your credit, So like an ATM? Like, I think like, like a credit ATM card. Vestibule? Like be, yeah, you know, like it's at the at the airport when you like <laughs> put in your credit card and it's like here's your tickets and everything. <laughs> right, 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 You're like, I don't know, I'm drunk. I don't you know. can't find your room key. Okay, well our room key is not working. Oh the
0: key's not, the key's not so working. So you go, maybe the credit card will yeah, get it in. Yeah, maybe
1: the credit card, I don't know, keep knocking on the door. And it's it's the summer, so I should sleep on the grass? Like what do we do? And then we look over, and there's a house party happening. And I'm like, Tyson, let's just go to the house party. So we go to the house party, and we just like show up. And we're in 30 at the time. So these kids are like, what "You're are you that doing? guy." Yeah, I'm like, "Where's oh. my girlfriend?" <laughs> <Like that. laughs> Call back. Yeah. And then it's like, they're just like, they're, I mean, they're being cool. They're talking to us, and we're like, "Oh, we're comics. We're performing this, all whatever." And then they're like, "Why, why are you here?" They're like, "Well, we can't get our hotel." And we point at, and then we point, and like, "We can't get our hotel." And they're like, "Wait, is that your hotel?" And they point at this building. We're like, yeah, that's our hotel. They go, that's the library. <laughs> and we're like, what? go, that's the library? He goes, yeah. So we were trying to get into a library for an hour. <laughs> so they have videotape. Oh. They, our, our hotel was just one building over. Oh so, oh, so it's not like you were on the other side of town. No, we were there. We were just trying we were, to break into we the library. We were just there. Yeah, we were oh, just there, but we God. weren't really there. So then we like, walk past that, and they go, oh, there's our hotel. And we go in, and it's open. And then I just walked past, and the girl like looks as weird because we're covered in orange. And I just pointed at her, and I was like, you did this to me. And then I, <laughs> and then I, I, I went back to sleep. And she's been watching She's been watching you on the, on the uh,
0: closed-circuit video, video the be video whole time. It there has, to, it's be it's a gotta a has to exist. They have to look
1: at that. God, these guys really wanted to rent Moby di- rents. Do you rent at a library? Borrow? Oh, borrow. I think borrow is the yeah. verb we're supposed yeah, to use. Yeah, yeah. Like, these guys really need to get a book. Or, I, I mean just... it looks like we would probably look like we were crying because we were so upset because we were like <laughs> what do we do there like... comes a
0: point like in every drunk evening. Especially, like, when it's been a long time, you're tired, you already had a bad set, where you're yeah. just like, I'm just, I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> this has been a long <laughs> day. I drove all the way. My career's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, like, My girlfriend is in Midway. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. We've all been there. And then just there's only food can solve it. But in a college town, there's there, you're just, you're in trouble. Yeah. We've all been, like, on the road, the worst night I had, I booked... Uh, I used to book, and this was early MySpace days. It's like okay. two thousand five, two thousand six, when nice. I was doing poetry. When I was doing uh, just spoken word poetry tours, and you would book because there were like kind of some people would. When be, you would do those
1: poetry tours, what yeah. would be like a packed house, like four people. Rockiest crowds of several,
0: yeah. No, um, that's the no. Some, I mean, are upwards eight. of three hundred.
1: Really? Yeah, sure. Oh, that's amazing. Sure, that's so cool.
0: Um, and they're not always just there to see me, but sometimes they are. Yeah, that's um, amazing. It's what it is. So. Well, you would tour, but like some good people would kind of make like a database of here are all the shows that are kind of in a circuit. They're all uh-huh. kind of connected to each other. They're all poetry slams or whatever it is that all – everyone knows each other and here are the nights, right? It's a scene thing. Yeah, you right? guys seem to be really supportive of each other, right? Yeah, well, it's, it's not unlike stand-up except that the people are – Stand-up are
1: not supportive of each other. Uh,
0: well, what I mean is not unlike stand-up in which everybody knows okay. here's the spot and then yeah. you go to this spot and blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah. Like, everyone knows what's going on in the city in terms of, in terms of uh, the genre, but people aren't necessarily nice to each other. Gotcha. Uh, they pretend to be, yeah. but they're not. So the worst one I ever did, I, I see on this board. I'm on my, I'm going. I did Iowa City, and then I was coming back to Chicago. And I'm like, well, let me grab one on the way through. And there's this place called Oskaloosa, Iowa. Okay, uh, this is pre. This is pre-smartphone. This is like you had to plug in a GPS. Yeah. If you had one, but they were hella yeah. With expensive. The suction cups. Yep. Yeah. So I had to you had to go on the whatever like business hotel, business center night before and like yeah. print out the MapQuest directions um, or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Or if they didn't have a printer, you had to write it down in your notebook and hope you didn't make a mistake. Oh, so that was that's how I used to tour. Yeah. So I do this one and I, I hit this guy up and I just go, Hey, I'm going through Oskalo- I'm coming through Oscaloose, Iowa, I'm going back to Chicago. I heard you have a poetry night. Uh I'd love to do a set what we call call a feature in this in that game i'd love to do a feature um you know here's my MySpace, which at the time had like audio recording and you know all that kind of stuff uh here's me here's some video here's references to know that like i will not just eat my balls on your show like i'll do pretty well um you know i'll do it for as little as and i just i'm like if you've got a couch and 75 bucks i'll do it because i'm swinging through you know small money um the guy goes you know what we can probably come up with 75 bucks it'd be great to have you and and i get there and he's very nice. Like, all the people are nice. I'm not saying they're not. But I get there, and it is absolutely – it's a coffee – it's like a coffee shop. I'm like, yeah. it's a coffee shop. Yeah. Like, yeah, and there's an apartment above it, and it's not a coffee shop. It's like some kind of old, destitute, whatever it was that they oh, were, like, no. serving coffee out of at a folding table, and they were calling it a coffee shop just oh, to keep no. it open while they were doing construction on it or whatever it is. Okay. Uh, and the show I do is, like, in this loft. It's all high school students. Oh, Weird. Um, and a couple of, like, weird old guys, weird old hippie types, mm-hmm. um, if I remember Checking correctly. Checking out the trim. No, oh, God, no. More <laughs> just like, hey, I, I believe in art, and back in my day, oh, we used yeah. to, you know, those, like, seamster yeah. hip- hippie yeah. guys, not creeps, just, like, there, yeah. long, uh, long toenails. I saw
1: Morrison to a feature once. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. And yeah. you're just like, I'm
0: just here for the word, man. I'm here yeah. for the word. <laughs> Literal stuff I've heard people say. And I'm there, and it's just, and they couldn't care less that I'm there. They yeah. could not care less that I was there. They're like, we're... This is my high school club. Here are these guys. And they couldn't. And I just go, they said, we actually couldn't come up with the money. But if you still want to stay, you can stay. And I walk into this apartment, and it is filth. Like, the bathroom is like an industrial sink with a cracked, with a basically a shard of mirror propped up against the wall. It's absolutely filthy. And I sat down, and I didn't even drink back then. So I couldn't even drink my way through it. I was just sober and bored. And I sat down. I had left my leather jacket and my boots on. Oh, no. So I was fully dressed. I slept sitting up. and the second my eyes opened and saw daylight, I just walked right out the front door. Wow! Slept with my shoes on. Ugh. So those are that's that's how when you sleep is. your shoes on when you're not drunk. Yeah, uh, that's oh it's, sad. it's, it's not that's a good a look. Sad, was, that's a sad morning. It's yeah. not a good look. Yeah, uh, I just kind of wrapped myself in a in a leather jacket. No big punchline on that story except to say uh, that's the kind of stuff you do like back in the day. Yeah, unless you unless it's really well funded. Like a lot of places will pay for
1: hotels and things. Yeah. Oh, I know. Like, the, the promise compared to the reality is always interesting to me. Yeah. And they always seem like, oh, sorry. You're like, I kind of planned. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, just, you don't, don't oversell me on it. Just say, like, hey, it's just going to be 20 bucks if you're interested. You know what I mean? Sure. Instead of being like, no, i would be like $300. We're going to pack the place out.
0: We'll, Is, pass, yeah. we'll do
1: pass the hat and they, yeah, pass the hat. Do oh. you have pass the hat
0: shows? Yeah, uh, I've been. That was really common in poetry back in the day. Really, I, it still might be. I don't know. I don't do those I feel like in,
1: in, in poetry, that seems more uh, acceptable. Part of the community. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're also there for the art. Like, uh, I think stand ups like stand ups like kind of like you're there for entertainment. to be entertained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I feel like it's like less supportive. I always think that's uh, some shows do do really well, but when you're just like. Yeah, pay afterwards. It just seems like a weird.
0: But there's something about that delusion. There's mm-hmm. something about, uh, man. I played a show for 12 people and they loved it, and I'm totally, I, I'm living the dream. Yeah, I live on the road, and I would like remind myself of that every yeah. day. Like I'm, I am living the dream. Yeah, we're right like now. this is
1: just this is gonna be good for panel. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I. Every time I do like a, we, I would do like bad road gigs with with my friend Dan, and we was like, this would be good for this gonna be good for panel.
0: Panel, for those of you that plan along at home, is like a, when you do a, a TV talk show, like a yeah. Conan. Or, it's like a, or, pl- a
1: planned story. Right. Yeah, You, you know yeah. the story's coming, Yeah, uh, and it's a good one. When so, yeah, when they set you up being like, oh, yeah, you had an interesting uh, trip yesterday, didn't you? You're like, yeah, I did.
0: Right. Then, yeah, It's like a bad Byron Allen show. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah. So how do you feel about your dad? <laughs> like,
1: My I, dad's crazy. Yeah. yeah. If, it, if people don't know, uh, Byron Allen is just like this hack uh late night host kind of whatever and he had this thing sure. called comics unleashed and he would uh set comedians up they'd be sitting down but they'd set them up just to do like their normal act yeah
0: they he knew the he knew the bits he I, knew I, the routine and he would just kind of go yeah. so what
1: was it like growing up in jersey and yeah would just like spike it yeah and then he'd look to somebody else and be like your kids are fat right <laughs> and then they set it up <laughs> um so like I my fa- i've never i've been trying to find this on youtube forever i swear i've seen it but maybe i was dreaming it but I think it was either Norm Macdonald or Daniel Tosh. I believe it was Daniel Tosh who would shut him down. Like, he was just – This before he was like Daniel Tosh, you know, before he right, was right, like right. Tosh.0. Oh. And then every time he was like, so, Daniel, uh, so you just bought a new house, huh? And he goes, no. It just – would just spike him? Yeah. yeah oh, I don't really have – I don't have anything. And he just was messing with the whole time. Just every time he just punched. I hope I didn't make this up because I swear I've seen it. But it sounds like something Norm Macdonald would do
0: because yeah. Norm McDonald does that to Conan O'Brien all the time. He st- always makes it funny. Yeah. But he just kind of goes, well,
1: let me tell you a story. Yeah, he just takes huge, him down this shaggy dog. Anti-joke. Yeah. Anti-jokes are my favorite jokes. Yeah. God. I love, I love that those, like making people sit through this long – because whenever somebody goes, oh, you're a comic. I'm going to hear a joke. I'm always like, I'm not doing that. They're like, I'm not, I'm not a come on. just tell me one. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then I always tell them this anti-joke, which is this long – it's like a, you know, it's a street joke, but it's this long – street joke that has no ending that just kind of ends and you're like are you serious you're like yeah that's it
0: i'm not a good comic you asked huh? yeah. i didn't say it was good yeah 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 now get out and of my way this is
1: make me want to say one i'm not going <laughs> to say it <laughs> no do one well there's we got nowhere to be I'll, I'll i'll shorten this one uh because is one without a word in it um this is one i don't think anybody knows uh there's one that i love is my favorite but everybody knows that one it's this one where he goes um there's uh uh come back to me because i gotta remember it
0: Oh good. So let me so I'm gonna vamp while you try to remember a terrible no, shaggy no, 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 dog no. joke. Um, uh, wait. So oh hey, you're a comic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> set, yeah, set me up. I want to yeah, set me up. me. intro, let's intro it, uh, me? Uh, intro it, uh, me? Uh, intro oh hey bro, boy. what do you what do you do? Uh I'm a comic. Oh really? You're a comic yeah. Yeah, I, me, tell- every
1: time I say that I'm always just like <sighs> I do do, do comedy. Um, Sometimes. Especially in Chicago because everyone's like, oh, my friend's at Second City. This person's name, do you know them? I was like, no, I don't. You mean
0: you among the 3,000 other students at Second City right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or my friend does stand up because everyone everyone who's ever done an open mic does stand up. Oh, yeah. That's how people talk in the city right and, it's incredible it's annoying and i'm not saying like i'm not I, i'm certainly not a great stand-up but i know most of the people who are doing stuff that's really worth mm-hmm. noting i have at least met or i've been in the room with or yeah. i've seen at our show or whatever yeah. it is so when i hear people like overhear over or speak to each i overhear them speaking to each yeah. other like i'm stand-up i'm pretty good yeah i just want to go oh, no you're not yeah you're not a comic bro yeah you're not oh now i just thought of your story but i'm
1: not going to pimp your bit oh yeah uh,
0: so, you're a stand up, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Tell me right, a joke. Okay. Tell so, me a joke. All then. right. I'll, I'll, oh, God. I shouldn't have <laughs> said I want to say it because now. You just now, walked into it. I know. Um, okay. So, there's this. Um, uh, there's these long lost twins, okay I'm making this up as I go because sure. uh, this, uh, this is a version I'll, I'll come up with. There's these two there's these twins that got split at birth, right there was, um, there was, uh, they got adopted, but for some reason they were both named Brian, right but Bri- uh, but one Brian was uh, adopted by a very rich family, so we we'll call him rich Brian, and then there was another Brian that was uh, adopted by a very destitute uh, uh, family, so we'll call that poor Brian, right so one day they actually they actually set up they like, they like, oh, who I want to know my family, right? And they find out that I have a twin brother. And then they meet, and then they've decided, we're both Brian? Oh, my God. Then they find out, okay, you're Rich Brian, I'm poor Brian. And poor Brian goes, hey, uh, uh, <laughs> he, goes, he goes, I've never lived – he goes, I want to hang out with you, Rich Brian. Uh, I want to hang out with you. Uh, we'll call him Perfect Brian. There's a Perfect Brian no, – yeah, we'll call him Rich Brian. Right. Uh, and then so he's like, I never lived a rich person's life. Can I can I can I can I live your life with you for for like a day? And the guy goes, yeah, for sure. Um, I'll, I'll show you everything I do. Uh, so then he's like, all right, what we do, like kind of this rich people's thing. we always go to the club. So um, we, we always go to the movies. So we'll, we'll take you to a movie first. But like you get you get treated perfectly here it's amazing and the guy goes cool all right so uh, so so uh, poor brian uh, rich brian takes poor brian to this movie theater right but it's like all gold it's amazing it's like diamonds everything i mean like it's just like diamond studded everything and then they go um they go the, the poor brian goes hey i need to to the uh to the rich person's uh, cashier he's like i want to buy a ticket he goes oh there's a ticket you gotta stand in line he's like there's a line here they're like yeah this is a rich man's world there's always a line a, a line here um so he stands in line and uh, he finally gets in He goes to the movie. It's greatest experience he's ever had in his life. I mean, it, it felt like people were just putting money in his pockets. Like, it was just, you know, he never felt so happy, everything. He goes, what do we do now? He's like, we go to dinner. That's what we do. And he goes, okay, I've never had a rich man's dinner before. So uh, they take him to dinner, and uh, uh, poor man Brian goes, hey, or rich man Brian goes, hey, poor man uh, Brian, go uh, and get us a table. He's cool. Uh, so he walks up, and he's like, hey, um, I've never been to a rich man's world before. Uh, I'd like a table. And he goes, okay, cool. Well, there's a line. You have to get in line. And he goes, really? There's not a list or anything. He goes, no, no, no. This is a this is, uh, rich man's world. There's, there's a line. Uh, and he goes, all right, fine. He waits in line. He gets out. Uh, I mean, it's just like it's like this, like the the chocolate that has like gold sprinkled into. it. You know, what I'm talking about mm-hmm. like that. Like it's the greatest meal <laughs> I've ever had in his life. So then he goes, uh, he goes, what's next? He goes, well, we party. He goes, all right, cool. So uh, poor man Brian goes to rich man Brian's club, his favorite club, and then he goes. Uh, uh, he goes, all right, uh, go to the bouncer and see if we can get in. And he goes to the bouncer, and the guy goes, uh, hey, I'm, I've never been in a rich man's world. I'd like to go in. Uh, it's this, par- this party. And he goes, uh, okay, there's a line. And he's like, there's a really a line, really? And he goes, yeah, yeah, there's, 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 this is a rich man's world. There's always a line. So he gets in line. They go in the party. I mean, it's like gorgeous women. All the drinks are free. It's amazing, right? So great. And then the guy goes, uh, what do you want to drink? Uh, and uh, rich man brain goes, I, I just want to punch. And he goes, okay, cool. Uh, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, and then he goes... Uh, he goes he goes up to the 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 the, the lady serving punch and he goes uh, he goes hey um, i've never been in a rich man's world like i uh, i've heard your punch is great can i have some punch and she goes uh, yeah here you go and he goes there's no line and then, then the lady goes yeah this is a rich man's world there's no there's no punch lines
0: i hate you so much right <laughs> now <laughs>
1: you started it
0: and at first i was like oh damn he's gonna do- he's really committing you're committing mm-hmm. to the bit and i appreciate yeah. that and then by the time they got to the party uh i wanted to hang myself mm-hmm. with my head it's my favorite thing that was so good i love it
1: I-, I will do it better next time uh what's your favorite dad joke oh i don't have dad jokes oh i my favorite dad joke is like a story it's like a, a story joke no it's please my mom god does don't it. please, it's short please don't it's short okay go this is my mom's favorite joke. She, till this day, this is where I get this humor from. She, till this day, cannot, cannot finish this joke if without If you're setting crying. me up and flipping this table over. I might be setting you up. Ah! Right. All right, go ahead. I can't do, do, do dad jokes, but I can, do, I can do, like, hacky anti-jokes. So uh, I saw this guy across the street, and he had a banana in his ear. So I was like, that's interesting. Uh, he should know about that. So then I screamed, excuse me, sir. Sir, you have a banana in your ear. And he looked at me, and he goes, what? And I go, you have a banana in your ear. And he's like, I, I can't, what are you saying to me right now? I go, listen to me clearly. You have a banana in your ear. And then he looked at me, he goes, I can't hear you. I have a banana in my ear. <laughs> it's my mom's favorite joke. Do
0: you know the first person, people to get uh, 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 ear piercings were pirates? Yeah. They had to pay for them. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. What
1: do they pay? What do you think they paid? Maybe like a buccaneer? Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's pretty fun. Uh, I don't know. That's my thing. Is I, I don't know dad jokes, and I wish I did. I had to learn them later. Did you? Yeah. A buccaneer. I, buccaneer. That's a good one. I like uh, uh, there's three girls eating an ice cream cone. Eating one ice cream cone? No, they all have individual. They all have individual one. one of them's them. licking it. One of them's sucking it. dude the other dude, one... Dude. It's not... It doesn't get dirty. Okay. One of them's licking it. One of them's sucking it. And the other one's biting it. Okay. Which one's married? I don't know, Jonah. <laughs> Which one? The girl with the ring on her finger. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, this is a Doug Benson joke, but it's... it's uh, uh, a grasshopper walks into a bar, and the bartender goes, Oh, my God, it's interesting. I have a drink named after you. And the grasshopper goes you have a drink named steve that's a great one that's, a one. that's yeah. always a good one uh like what
0: do one. you call uh what do you call uh a, a pony with a sore throat what a little horse Okay. okay. see these see, are, those classics. are fun
1: you need, gotta have these in your pocket i'll tell you my 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 number one one is um for you i'll tell you this one bass It's great uh there's f- it's not it doesn't get dirty but it's we're talking sex uh there's four orgasms in the world mm-hmm. you know that there's yeah. one oh sure you do you know this one? I, I do. But go ahead, do it there's for the one listening. One that's positive, and it goes like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm. yeah." There's one that's negative, and it goes, "Oh no, like, oh, no." There's one that's uh, religious, and that goes, uh, "Oh God, like, oh God, oh God." And then there's one that's fake, and that goes, "Oh Baz, uh, oh, oh Baz, woo, yeah." That is my. That is the number one girl to boy flirt joke. Do you still have dreams, aspirations? <laughs> Either. <laughs> no, I think I just destroyed all of them right now.
0: Oh, that's good. What What is your? What, let's Let's change gears just a little bit, just because we have. A few oh, because everybody of, just tuned just out. Ev- now that everyone is, as I I could see the Facebook, the Facebook Live actually just went off. Uh, did it really? Uh, yeah, it did. Uh, what is the. Oh like seriously? What, like, what's what's, stop, the, what's like, the thing you want? I'm going to turn it back on. What's yeah. the thing? What's the one thing that you want? I know you're in the you're you're trying to get better, you're working to become a computer, yeah. you know, to keep moving up the ladder. Like what's the what's the next ring for you? Like getting on stage frequently is probably was a goal at yeah. one point, right? Like what's the next one? If
1: you want to know my ultimate goal as a as a performer, yeah. it's it's I want to be respected by my peers. Uh I would like to have somewhat of of uh I don't want to be, like, recognized, recognized, but it'd be nice for, like, you know, people being like, oh, I enjoy watching him. I want to go see it, like, sought out. And I, I'd love to have, like, Jake Johnson's career, who's a new girl, who's, like... Jake Johnson. Yeah, Do I know him? Yeah, he's a Chicago guy. Uh, he, was a, he was, like, a sketch guy. Oh, the white dude, right? Yeah, Nick. He's just, like, I respect him as an actor. I think he's a great actor. He makes really good choices. And, or Adam Polly, as well. Oh, okay. Um, who's, like... Also kinda, from the new girl? Uh, he's from Higher Learning. Higher Learning. Uh, uh, higher... uh God happy endings higher learning yes. uh yeah he was michael rapaport <laughs> in uh, higher learning uh happy endings uh we he's super dude, super funny um like on a show that i respect a lot like happy endings is a great show didn't really have the great the best following in the world but then is making really good choices acting wise because i think i want to kind of go in that and then also i respect cool. him as a comedian
0: but you're about
1: like that's great you were
0: really about the network tv
1: like, no. I've never seen
0: New Girl, I've never seen Happy Endings. Oh, what I watch?
1: Yeah, yeah. And you are. When I like a show. I love a show. And
0: you're super into The Bachelor.
1: Yeah, I am. Okay, we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna, gears, yeah. we're gonna
0: change gears just a little bit because I want to mm-hmm. I want to make sure I mention this before we got to go. Yeah, uh,
1: so I love trash TV. You just you're into it. Yeah, that the the challenge is my favorite show of all time. In fact, I almost got in the real world just so I could get on the challenge.
0: Oh, the real world road, road rules. rules oh, when they go against each other, and it's they basically just play, show on television.
1: play silly games. Right? It's amazing. Okay, yeah, and then um, and then Vanderpump Rules and The Bachelor. Those shows are. Right What's there. Vanderpump Rules? Vanderpump? What? I don't know. It's a spinoff of uh, Real Housewives of Hollywood, or Beverly Hills. Beverly me. Hills. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lisa Weird. Vanderpump owns this restaurant uh, called uh, uh, Sir, and then it's like the servers <laughs> that work there. Weird. Mm-hmm. But you're, it's been on for like six years.
0: But you're super into The Bachelor. and You think it's like legit. You believe in it.
1: Yeah, I do believe in it. I do. Well, the, okay. So I have a, a Bachelor podcast, right? Which right. is what I'm trying which to set to you up for. Yeah, right. it's called Petals and Pricks, um, and basically, Petals
0: P E T A
1: L. Yeah, Petals and Pricks, uh, and like Pricks, like ooh, that pricked me. Yeah. Um, and I, my girlfriend at the time, watched. I got her into Vanderpump Rules, and she's like, "All right, well, you have to watch The Bachelor with me." And I was like, sure. I used to watch this like years ago. And I got really into it. But I would have these serious conversations with her about it. Like, I don't think this is the right move. I don't think that's the right move. And she's like, you should do a podcast about this. Like, you were very too, way too serious about <laughs> right, it. Right, right. And then I was like, I should. And then she was like, yeah, we'll do it. I'm like, I'm not going to do it with you. I'm going to do it with somebody funny. <laughs> uh, um, They're not no, she's guy. so funny. But like, uh, so then I'm like, all right, I want to do it with a female. Obviously, because I want a female point of view. Sure. And then I also was like, I want to do it with somebody who's never seen the show before. Right. Because I want to see their journey through it. And then I, Kelsey Huff, who's Who is hilarious uh, and an and incredible comedian. Runs Cates and is a an Kate's, absolute rock star. Absolute rock star. You can see her. She has a, um, uh, a web series called Open Mic, which is very good. And uh, she co-hosts uh, Winnie City Live a lot. Mm-hmm. And then The Jam, I think. And so I, and I, we always had a good back and forth. I always like having a conversation with her. And she despises reality TV. Yeah. Despises it. Sure. So I make her watch The Bachelor every single week. And like take notes on it and then have an hour and a half conversation with me about it. And it's like, it's, I. I feel bad for her, it's but it's so, weird, and it's I because so I'm like I will fun. get you like the show, and it makes her hate it more. Yeah. But now that I watch it so much, I'm starting to not like it either.
0: It's so much fun, and I didn't know that you two did the show together. Like you're both. I know you separately, and I didn't yeah. know that you all of a sudden were doing the thing. And as soon as yeah. I heard the conceit, I'm like, I have to listen to this. Yeah, it's,
1: it's so much be... fun. But we, I mean, we our consensus is basically like we only talk about the best like maybe 40 percent of the time. Right. Any chance we can get to get out of that? I like I like using it as a blueprint to talk about relationships and life. And stuff. Ah. So that's that's kind of what I want to do, and then. And um, she wants to not talk about it as much as she can, so uh, uh, it's fun. We've, we've had like this last season, we our first episode, we had a complete breakdown on, on, on air.: earlier. No, I remember yeah, we fought. It's like, a I, it. I was
0: listening to it playing FIFA soccer, going, "Oh, like, nice! This yeah. is awesome!" Yeah, and our argument was like,
1: "This is trash." Yeah. It's ruining. My argument was like, "Sometimes you just want to turn your brain off." Yeah, and she's like, "No, Jonah, it's a bad thing. Yeah, it's a bad show." And then I was like, "I was like, my girlfriend's a nurse. She right. sees people die yeah. all oh, the time. So good. And she just wants to come home and so just not good. have to think and just just watch something. Like let people have this." And right. it was, and then we were, we became friends at the end. But
0: so if you're into podcasts and if you're listening to this on podcasts, then obviously you're into podcasts. Uh, check out. Check out Pedals and Pricks, P-E-T-A-L-S, and pricks. Like, ooh, prick. Yeah. Uh, it's it's so good. It's so interesting. You don't have to like the show. I do not like the show. Yeah. I am not into reality TV. But I like listening to two people that I think are interesting kind of give each other a hard time. And Kelsey's wonderful. I hope She's to have incredible. her in here sometime. Yeah, and we have um, an
1: amazing like uh, chemistry here tonight. Yeah. And I love it. That's great, man. Yeah, and thanks,
0: yeah. dude. I unfortunately we're out of time, but uh, no. but thanks for coming by, man. Thanks for having me. It was I hope it was, was enjoyable. You did the first show. I had a blast.
1: Uh, Sorry, I made you. I told you a really crappy oh, joke.
0: No, no, no. It's okay. It was yeah. so. I'm. i really. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> uh, and check out uh, Jonah Jerkins. You have a website.
1: Uh, I don't.
0: But you can will check... you
1: please get your life together? I know, but you can check out Community. You should know every Wednesday uh, at Timothy O'Tools. Uh, we have to have shows in New York and L.A. And then also Blackout Diaries every Saturday under the Gun Theater.
0: Yeah, and do thank you very much. That's such a good plug, and do. Uh, do the Google thing, J-O-N-A-H, Jerkins, yep. J-U-R-K-E-N-S. Website coming soon. I lost, website, I lost my... Website coming soon. I've had it happen. Yeah. Uh, but he's rad. I'm going to play this uh, one track to get out of here. This has been the very first Busted Mouth uh, radio hour in two, in two hours. I appreciate you all being here. Again, uh, Busted Mouth is on Q4 Radio, e q 4 dot Q4.org. We stream live every single Monday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, if you're listening to this on podcast, awesome. Thanks for finding us. Uh, like us, share us, all that sort of stuff. Uh, give us a good rating. Tell a friend. I'm so glad that you were here and got to hang out with us today. And uh, it means a lot to me that people are listening. Even if it's only you, Mom. No. I don't know. Mom, are you listening? No? Good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll see you guys around. This is Alejandro Escovedo.